All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope you're having a great day. This episode, it was just me talking, talking life, talking football, talking all kinds of stuff. Um, I went through, you know, whatever was on my mind, basically, for about 35 minutes, and it was a lot of fun, and I feel like it is super enlightening for all of you, if you'll just listen. Uh, It is called Listen and Learn. And I talk about that in the episode, but, um, whether you like sports or not, whatever, a lot of it's kind of geared towards that, but, uh, it's a fun episode and, um, it's entertaining. But if you do like sports, this is right up your alley. I talk about fantasy football. I talk about the Cardinals. I talk about, uh, I just watched the chiefs and Broncos game. So that's fresh in my mind, but I relate all of the things to life it's all geared back towards life so uh and we also i also talk a little bit about what's gonna be coming up for the pod so um fun episode i enjoy you know every once in a while i enjoy just it's just me just talking no voices no you know no other guests or anything just what's on my mind and just yapping and uh i thought it came out just fine so hope you enjoy it thank you for listening and welcome to the heath barn All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. Hope everybody's having a lovely day. I have just watched some football. Thought this episode I'd just kind of talk, like myself, would go over some topics that have been on my mind or been, or other people have mentioned to me, blah, 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 whatever. But, um, uh, first thing is, uh, fantasy football. Now, even if you don't like it, just hang in there because you know what? It's about life. Damn it. It's not about just fantasy football. All these things are related to life. So, uh, just got done watching the game. Um, first of all, Chiefs and Broncos just got done watching that. A couple thoughts from that. Uh, Al Michaels is like pushing 80 and he's still the shit when he calls a game. He's amazing. He's great. Uh, I love him. He has this thing and I could not agree more. And I saw him on Dan Patrick one time and he's talking and I don't know. He was bitching about, um, when you're at like a stadium and you're calling the game and they put up a thing like make some noise or get loud or all this kind of stuff. And he talked about much. He hated that. And I agree. A hundred percent. Like if the crowd can't get loud on their own, don't be putting that up there. Cause to me, that's just artificial, artificial noise. In my opinion, it's like you shouldn't have to remind the crowd to get loud and be enthusiastic at a game. So he made a, he made a little snarky comment about that tonight when he, when like the, at the chiefs game, they were saying like, get loud and all this kind of stuff. It's true. Get loud on your own. You know, I hate that. Even at like, uh, I go to a lot of Cardinal games. We go to a lot of Cardinal games and they don't ever do that. And I, and I mean, and you shouldn't have to, 
get loud on your own. I hate that. And I, I love that Al Michaels uh, rips on that and, and thinks it's BS because he's been doing this for about 50 years and he's uh, uh, been, you know, multiple sports, hundreds of stadiums, whatever. And he hates it. And I agree hundred percent. So if you are running like the stadium, whatever that has to be like that has to put out the get loud and make some noise and blah blah you should have to encourage your fan base to do that you should not have to encourage your fan base to do that they should know to to make some noise if not tough shit whatever so that was one thing from tonight that i wrote down that i thought al michaels is amazing i've loved him for i mean he's great he's just amazing never eaten a vegetable in his life steak 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 now I like steak and vegetables, but it's amazing that he's, uh, you know, he's like steak and he likes wine, whatever. He's a shit. So that's one thing I wrote down. Another thing I wrote down tonight, there's a running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco. He runs really hard all the time. He, earlier in the game, I saw something you don't hardly ever see. He got tackled and he got up. And uh, he put his arm around the O-lineman, like, going back to the huddle. Like, thanks for blocking for me. You never see shit like that. I thought that was amazing. And the O-lineman put his arm around him, you know, and they, like, went walked back to the huddle with their arms around each other. Like, you don't see that kind of stuff very often. And I think that's awesome. That, that See, again, see, it's not just about football. It's about life. This is like somebody, this is, like, about all about teamwork, things like that. This little guy, well, he's not little. He's, you know. He's short, but he is not little. But he ran and got tackled. And on the way back to the huddle, you don't see that kind of stuff very often where it's like the O-linemen, are, they're the ones, the only reason that these running backs uh, don't get killed is because of the O-linemen. And the only reason they get to run at all is because of the O-linemen. It's also the reason that they uh, get tackled about three lines behind the line of scrimmage sometimes, or three yards behind the line of scrimmage sometimes. But when they do well, a lot of times you just see everybody go back to the huddle. Well, it was it was awesome. You saw Pacheco put his arm around the O-lineman. The O-lineman put his arm around him. They're just like, okay, you know, and that kind of stuff is very cool. So that kind of stuff can relate to, to everyday life. You know, uh, your coworkers, whatever. Thank you. Thank you for helping me out. You're welcome. We're buddies. Let's go back to the huddle. It's good shit. Okay. I thought that was good, so I wrote that down. Now, uh, some other things from that game. I thought that uh, the Chiefs are amazing, but uh, the wide receivers are trash. They have, except for possibly Rice, um, who's a rookie, and he uh, came on there towards the end and had like four catches. But, man, you're talking, you got Mahomes, you got Pacheco, you got Kelsey, obviously, and then you got Trash, except for Rice. I think that Rice will be fine. The other ones, man, they can't. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. I wonder if they will try to make a trade for someone closer to the trading deadline, possibly bring another receiver in, but I don't know if they will or not. But I don't know. You, But you can see, like, uh, a lot of check downs. Mahomes just doesn't throw. He does. He can't throw downfield down like he did, like he could with Tyree Kill, obviously, because uh, Tyree Kill could outrun everybody. But man, 
a lot of check downs. He doesn't get to, he just doesn't get to turn it loose like he used to because nobody can get any separation. So maybe that Rice is a guy that can do that, but uh, we shall see down the line. But either way, like they're just that's why the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're they're five and one, and and their offense has not been has not been very good. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it's been very good, but I mean, it ha- yeah, it, ha- it really hasn't. I mean, Mahomes is. Uh, yeah, you think? I mean, it'd be nice to get him a weapon that can uh, get down the field a little bit, because they got a lot. Of, yeah, they got a lot of guys that uh, just no wide receiver. Like I again, I don't want to say they're trash. Rasheed Rice, I think, will end up being okay, but Sky Moore, Tony, guys like that, MVS, bleh, nope, not happening. So if you can't get her done with uh, Mahomes, then you're probably not going to get her done with anybody. So, um. Anywho, that's one thing I noticed. Um, another thing I noticed that game, Travis Kelsey, I don't know how you can be like the best tight end of all time. Well, I mean, you know, top top two or three. If he retired today, he'd be like a top three all time. Um, he's always open. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it, he, it, it, it's ridiculous. Like, that nobody ever... Maybe I'm in a basketball mindset, but like nobody ever guards him. It's like he just goes one way, that goes back the other, and kind of wait and waits around, and then it is, then he gets open, and then he just throws it to him, and he runs. It's like there's no man-to-man coverage. It's like they try doing a zone. I don't know. I, I I don't know enough about football. I mean, I shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, okay. Let me let me. I never played it. I've watched it a lot. Never. I'm not trying to act like I'm some kind of genius, but I know. But like Travis Kelsey, just kind of piddles around do, 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 and then he just he's just open and nobody stays with him like tonight if you watch those catches that kelsey was making they just left him it's like what the f- what, what are you doing it's, it's travis kelsey so he made one catch tonight where uh, i think sertan or somebody was on him like actually made a man coverage and it was a hell of a great pass i'm sure i'm sure mahomes was like thrilled to make like a tough pass because like down the field you know because he's got a freaking cannon, but he can't use it anymore because nobody can down, you know, nobody can get open. But uh, that was a great play. But the other ones, it's just like he's just effing around in the middle of the field and kind of like, Oop, okay, and he passes it to him and he goes. And that's how it is. It seems like it's like that all the time with Kelsey. And it's like, why don't you just put somebody on him? Just face or you can't face guard, but you know what I mean. Just guard him or do something like man to man coverage or something. But it's, it just blows my mind how he's always just open. It seems like. And that's part of the deal where Mahomes and Kelsey can they know what each other are gonna do all the time and everything like that, you know. They're two they're they're two of the best uh you know, they might go down to the two of the best all time at their position. So um I don't know if it was Gonz- Tony Gonzalez or somebody talking after the game, calling him like Montana to Rice, and it's a little bit like that. But good lord, I mean Kelsey's just chilling a lot of times. When he catches it, he is not like juking somebody, he's just kinda Going one way, then kind of going back the other. It's not like he's fleet of foot, you know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. But it works. It works. And Mahomes looking for him even more now because, I mean, obviously Tyree kills long gone. And the wide receivers, as I said, are kind of garbage. So, yeah. That's what I noticed tonight. But the Kansas City defense looked uh, really good tonight. And, you know, if that's something that can 
be a thing, then yeah, they're just they're just great. It's just a great franchise, and I love how it's Kansas City. Nobody talks about this shit. Okay, with um, let's think about this right now. Kansas City Chiefs. Now think about this. Kansas City Royals. Hello. Big ass difference between. It's just crazy how the same city can have the Chiefs and the Royals. But that's what makes it great is because uh, these big market. I love it when the big market teams get their asses kicked. I think it's amazing. Uh, in football, there's enough money to go around. It doesn't matter where you're from. And NBA is getting like that a little bit too because, I mean, NBA players are the most overpaid people on the planet. But, I mean, you could be like a backup forward making like like averaging like seven points and four rebounds and you'll make like 25 million a year. It's a freaking joke. But they, you know, uh, Giannis got a title, uh, you know, Golden State, they weren't anything. But you know what I mean? There's enough money to go around with that kind of stuff. So the big mar- the whole big market thing and not enough parody and all this kind of stuff doesn't really exist. But to me, it just it, it's funny to me how the Chiefs and the Royals are in the same city when you think about it. Because the Royals are, to say they're in a rebuild would be an understatement, you know. And, yeah, that kind of stuff's crazy to me. So, uh, it just doesn't matter as much in the NFL. And I love the fact that there can be an NFL, like, I don't know, I'm not saying dynasty, but a, a dynasty brewing in a city like Kansas City. Because they're not considered a big market, and I think that's great. I I love it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, I think it's great if the Chiefs are succeeding. Um, and I thought it was great when the Bucks won the championship with Giannis. I mean, I, that kind of stuff is amazing. F the Lakers, the Knicks, all that East Coast, West Coast shit with your $800 million payrolls and all that shit. Like with the, uh, and, in, and in the uh, MLB, right now in the playoffs, the Diamondbacks swept the Dodgers. Uh, Phillies, Braves, whatever. You both have huge payrolls and whatever. But um, I don't mind the Phillies, though. I mean, they're you know they uh they got some guys on there that I kind of like. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. But um, you know, the Rangers are moving on, and uh, so you got the. Let me think here. Are we down to the final four? We got the Rangers. Against the, give me a second. Let me think here. We got the Rangers and the Astros, and then we ha- Astros have made like seven NLCSs in a row or ALCSs in a row. So we need to check and see if they're still cheating or not with all their uh, antics. But just kidding, sort of. And, the, and then we have the uh, Diamondbacks and the Phillies. So. Now there's all this stuff about, well, there's three teams that won 100 games that got beat in the playoffs, so do we need to change the format? Why? What are you going to change the format? They're saying that because the teams that won 100 games, they get a buy and they get like all this time off. And so if you're Rob Manfred's done a lot of stupid shit, but what's he supposed to do to come out and be like, okay, so we'll have the team with the better record uh, not get the buy and keep on playing? Like, what do you, like, you know, you're, you're getting rewarded by getting a buy and just advancing the next round. And now and now people are bitching about that. Like, well, you know, these teams, they get a week off. And they get all rusty. T- figure it out. Tough shit. Do some uh, scrimmages. Do something. But you can't have the team that wins 100 games 
Like, there, there's no solution to that. Like, they're the ones that get the buy and advance the next round. So, it's stupid. People, you know, these teams that won 100 games and got beat, tough shit. Go home. You know, whatever. I hate that. Uh, that's one thing that Manfred, like, I'll, I'll have his back on. It's like, you know, I'm not changing the playoff format. I have been to fantasy football leagues where... Uh, six teams make the playoffs. Um, it's the three against the six, the four against the five, and the one and two gets a bye. Boom. That's how it works. Tough shit. And then it's the one against the, you know, and then you go from there. But uh, for, you know, the teams that, for the favorites uh, getting beat, like, so what? You know, I don't know. You know, there's no, like, there's no magic formula where you can, be like, well, okay, well, we'll just give them. I mean, you get a buy, you know, figure it out in your time off, and that's what makes it fun, you know. So I don't know, but the Dodgers didn't hit, but you know, I know that you can get rust and all that kind of stuff in baseball more than in other sports, but yeah, if anybody's got a better solution, let, let, let's hear it. You know, I don't know. So, anyways. Uh, back to some other stuff I saw in that game. Okay. I wrote down a couple more things here. Let's see. Al Michaels is amazing. I wrote that down. Um, commercials are horrible. I don't know. I watched some of the commercials. Something else I'll say too. I love just listening to, uh, people talk. I don't know. The older I get, whatever. Maybe that's why I'm doing this, but I just love, um, like tonight, I got I was behind with the game. I fast forwarded, and I it was like you know it's like Fitzpatrick, uh, Wentworth, Whitworth, uh, Carissa Thompson, Tony Gonzalez, and Richard Sherman. You know, and I just like listen to them talk because I just they do they do a really 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 good job, and I love listening to people break down stuff. They I, the older I get, I don't know if like things that I things I like listening to people that know more about something than I do talk and me learning by listening to them. I don't know if that, okay. If that makes sense, those guys, I mean, I love football and I've watched it. I've been, I'm addicted to fantasy, blah, blah, but I like listening to uh, pros and people that are smart and people that know enough about the game to go up there and they're well-spoken. And I like listening to them talk about the game and, Maybe I learned. It doesn't. It's not even about learning anything, really. It's just I just like listening to people that know their shit talk. I just I just like that. So uh, tonight, even when the game was over, I, I watched like the whole post game. It was like damn near probably forty five minutes. But I I just like listening to them talk. I like listening to people talk that know what they're talking about. I think it's fun. So uh, Thursday night football, they do a great job on Amazon. Fitzpatrick's amazing. Sherman's growing on me. Whitworth's good. Uh, Tony Gonzalez is probably the worst one out of all of them, but he's like a straight-ass Hall of Fame guy, so they got him on there. And uh, Carissa Thompson's really good. So, yeah. I, I strongly encourage people to listen to people and be, uh, and, and be willing to listen and learn. Cause it's fun. It's fun to learn stuff and it's fun to listen to people 
that are really, really good at their craft and really good at their job. So there you go. Um, I enjoy listening to that a lot. I like listening to, on Monday nights. I like listening to Peyton and Eli sit there and talk. Not that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman aren't really good because they are. They're great. If, if there was no Peyton and Eli, I'd still watch Monday Night Football and listen to Buck and Aikman. But I love Peyton and Eli. Um, and there's and on and on and on and on and on. I just, I like, I like listening and it's almost studying too, a little bit too. I, li- I like listening and just kind of studying and seeing how good people are at their job. It's great. So there's another thing now on to with this football stuff. Uh, my fantasy football. Um, I'm going to give you reasons why it's really cool. Okay. I'm in four leagues and I'm doing pretty shitty. If I'm being honest, I'm the the league that I'm commissioner of, which means the league that I run, I'm the worst team in the league. That's it. I usually am. uh, I've I've never been in this situation before. I'm usually uh, very competitive in all my leagues. This year, I'm just trash in in in, uh, in in my league, and I'm I'm not sure there's any way out of it. But it's a keeper league, so I and there's draft. You can trade draft picks, so I'm I might go full uh, tank mode. No, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go tank mode, but I might. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've never been in this situation, but the league that I run, I'm garbage. Now, there are I do have a few assets on there. Maybe I can make some trades and try to rally. Whatever. Now, the league that. Um, when I lived in Florida about 15 years ago, uh, my buddy down there got me to join a fantasy football league. That's, that's the first time I ever did it. And I'm still in that league. Now, here's what makes fantasy football very cool. Okay. I remember that about 15 years ago when I joined that league. And we had like a draft and it was at somebody's house down there. And a lot of the league was there. Now, 15 years later... uh the majority, damn near all the teams are still in it out of the 12, but we're all spread out over the country. And I don't know. I'm trying to think how I explain this. So like I'm here in Illinois. There's a couple in Michigan. There's a couple in Florida still. I think there's a couple in Arizona. We're all spread out all over the country. And if I ever saw one of them, well, I shouldn't say one of them. About six or seven out of the twelve teams. If six or seven of those dudes, if I ever I could walk by them on the street and not know who they were. But I can have very intimate shit talking conversations with them through text or whatever about fantasy. I don't even I don't even know who they I mean I don't even know their face. But I have a bond with these dudes because of fantasy football if that makes sense so i know them by their name their team name but i also know their real name and i know their phone number and i'm the guy that even if my team's really good i can't fucking help it i gotta make trades all the time and that gets me in trouble sometimes with fantasy there are times where my team is just fine but i just can't help it i like making trades i like wheeling and dealing sometimes that hurts me that's one of my faults. But at the end of the year, 90% of the time, I'm always in the mix. I'm always in the playoffs. And I'm always in the mix. And when it comes down to that, it's just luck. It's just whatever. So I'm usually pretty good. 
this year, notwithstanding with the team that I run now. But what's awesome is, like I said, there's there's seven or eight dudes that I don't like. They could kick me. I could, I could walk by them on the on the street, and they could come up to me and kick me in the nuts. I wouldn't know who they are. I just like, hey, who's that asshole? Oh, that's uh, Frozen Hose from your CBS league. Like, and then I'd be like, oh shit, okay. I I like I communicate with you uh, about five months out of the year, but I don't know what you look like. That's what makes it fun. You have you you have this bond with these people, with these guys, with these or guys, girls, whatever, doesn't matter. But you have this bond with these people and you don't even, and you, and and that's the only thing you know about them, but it's awesome, you know? And then maybe you get to, now there are like in in that league, there's about half the league I have hung out with. Like, like one, two, three, four. Eh, Yeah. There's like four or five that I'm like, but like buddies, buddies with from when I lived in Florida, but there's like six or six of them that, um, again, the only way I know them is by communicating through fantasy, offering trades and them turning me down or, and then, and, or this, that, whatever, you know, it's like I communicate with them through that. And it, that I love that kind of shit. It's it's like having pen pals back in the day, like pen pals from other States, except you're in a, a, a you know, a league together where you, uh, put money into it, you know? So it's great. Um, the other leagues I'm in, I know just about everybody, I think. But uh, I love that kind of stuff. So that is why fantasy is fun. And fantasy is also fun because, uh, you know, you can tell a lot about people. Like there's some people that just won't make trades. You know, they're just tight. I am I am tight with certain things. But with fantasy, I'm like, this is supposed to be fun. So I'm like, I'm always, I mean, you know, even if my, if my team sucks, I'm going to try to wheel and deal. If my team's good. I might try to get better. It's just what makes it fun. You know, you're like your own little general manager and you do whatever the hell you want now. So that has got me in trouble at times because I've had really good teams and I've gotten a little greedy and tried to wheel and deal and do this, that, whatever. And I've ended up being worse, but it's also helped at times too. So, uh, it just depends. But, um, I, even if you don't, you know, you don't have to like football or anything like that. It's, it's, it's a lot of it's about like friends and I mean, it's, it's good shit and it gets you, uh, it gives you a reason to, I don't know. It, it's just gives you a reason to get excited about something on Sundays, watch football. If you don't know anything about football, you don't have, you know, you just root for the players cause you don't root for teams. You just root for players that you have, blah, blah, blah. So Anywho, I'm talking about all this stuff tonight because I just watched a football game and it's fresh in my mind, but, um, I'm the guy that, uh, I'm trying to think over the years. Good Lord. Like I, I, um, and then when you're in like four leagues, you, uh, yeah, you look over their team's rosters, try to make trade stuff like that. I'm always out of all twelve teams in in all four of those leagues. I'm probably the one that tries to deal the most out of everybody in all three leagues all, or all four leagues. I'm sorry, but so it makes it fun. Some people want to have fun. Some people don't. You know, whatever. But um, anywho, I highly recommend stuff like that. And they have them for baseball, basketball. They have them for all sports. Obviously, uh, that would be an amazing career to have. Like. Uh, as a fantasy like analyst or something like that, those guys that have that job, they're 
They got it made in the shade because it's it's fun. It's great. Now, on to other things. Uh, I'm not going to get into how. Uh, I'm not getting into heavy stuff right now. I just there's a lot of uh, serious, horrible, horrible, horrible things happening right now in the world, and um, I I this is not that kind of podcast. And I've been talking about things that are so. Uh, that don't mean anything, you know, so I don't want to get into all that. I just know that I just, uh, we, we just pray for everyone that's being affected and that everyone that's in harm's way because it's a horrible, horrible situation. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that because again, you cannot, uh, put, uh, it is serious to the point where it, it's almost, you can't even talk about it. It's so uh, horrible. And, um, Again, I've been talking about things that are fun and very, you know, superficial. So we just pray for everyone in this situation right now going on in Israel and everything. And we just pray for them and we pray for as much safety as possible. And we pray for everyone that's in in harm's way. And uh, that's about all we can do right now. So there is... uh, yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable. So, now, I just want to get that in there. Now, let's move on to other things. Um, back to sports. Cardinals. Uh, Bill DeWitt said, we're going to up the payroll even though we lost money this year. It's like, well, okay, well, you lost money. What'd you draw? 3.1 instead of 3.3, dickhead. Like, whatever. So, uh, we shall see what they do. With, uh, you know, I don't trust any of them, so we'll see what they do with the money and everything. But um, hopefully things get back on track. We shall see. We'll believe it when we see it. But these playoffs should give you hope. Like, see, here's the thing. Cardinals always had this thing, well, you just get in and see what happens. And I agree with that because Ollie's the one that effed us over uh, last year We had when we had Albert uh, by leaving Helsley in uh, game one. I think we could have beat the Phillies, and who knows what would have happened after that. I put it all on Ollie, honestly. I really do. So let's keep him around. Yeah. So uh, now I also read a thing from Derek Gould saying that the reason they keep, they're keep they keeping him around is because they have, like, like they shilt something about money. It all comes down to the contracts. Uh, shilt, when they fired him for stupid reasons, he still had a year left, so they still had to pay him. And then Ollie has a year left. So basically, if they would have fired him, they'd be paying like three managers at the same time or something. I have no idea. But whatever. It all comes down to money over winning. So uh, we'll see what happens this year. But um, if Ollie does, well, he is. He's coming back. But, um, you know, they said they're going to increase their payroll. They said that last year, and they increased it by about, I think, 80 bucks. It was a joke. So um, they got Arnado to opt back in, and then they F him over by not doing anything. So we'll see what happens. But I know those crowds started to disperse after the trade deadline because what's the point? And I kind of liked it. Prove a point. It was like, and our TV ratings were the worst they've been in a long time because you know what? It's the worst team we've had in a long time. And it's uh, after all these promises and you didn't follow through on anything. It was kind of like a middle finger to the ownership and to uh, Mo and all that. So, 
I loved it to be honest. But, um, and again, I am not as into the off season as I usually am. It's one of those where it's like, yeah, do whatever you want, but I'll believe it when I see it. And I will believe it. Like I'm going to let this play out for a month or two and see if we're actually worth a shit before I get fired back up. Uh, got a seven year old son who loves baseball. So I'm, we're watching some of the playoffs because I, you know, keep him interested, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not only that. He, he's interested no matter what. But I remember being little, and the Cardinals made the World Series in 85 and 87. Uh, so I was seven years old and nine years old, and I was obsessed with it. But I remember being, when I was eight years old, and the Cardinals sucked when it was the, uh, uh, no, the Mets and the Red Sox in the World Series, the Buckner deal, which I think is bullshit. It shouldn't, I shouldn't even said that. It's, it was the World Series, Bill Buckner, made an error on an important play, but it should not be called the Buckner series. That's, that's my fault. He was a hell of a player. Had like 27 career hits, 2,700 career hits. So he's like a borderline hall of famer. Everybody labels him with that shit. So anywho, I was obsessed with the playoffs or with the world series that year. And I watched it all, even though the Cardinals weren't in it. And I remember like loving Wade Boggs and collecting his cards. And I remember like, hell, I remember being little and writing a note to Wade Boggs and seeing if he'd sign my card and send it back. and didn't hear shit punk but what i'm saying is i love baseball period and if the cardinals were in it great but if they weren't i was little and i was just loving the sport so that's kind of where we are with uh my son i still want him to yeah i don't want it to be like and it kind of pains me to watch other teams play but it's not about me at all it's about him and i so i put it on there and we watch the playoffs some so Good stuff, good stuff. We'll see if the Cardinals make it back there anytime soon. So, anywho, uh, so I covered a few subjects here. Um, I think part two of this episode is going to involve um, talking about uh, grown-up stuff, uh, your job, your money, your family, your happiness, all that kind of stuff. Kind of get a... I'm going to have a guest in TBD and we're going to discuss all those things because we're going to discuss like, uh, happiness with your job, happiness with this happiness with that money. How do you balance money and happiness and job and how, and all these things as a grown up? Uh, I think there are very important things to talk about. And I think that, it's a very good topic and a very serious. It's a very important topic, not serious, but important topic. So the next episode, that's what we're doing. I will bring in someone. We will discuss all those things. And, uh, so stay tuned for that. But this episode was kind of short, but again, I watched that football game. Want to talk about some stuff. Got a few things off my chest. And again, uh, you need to find me on TikTok, Heath Barn, Instagram, welcome to Heath Barn, Facebook, welcome, welcome to the Heath Barn, or just John Heath, uh, Twitter at Heath Barn twenty two, and J Heath two two eight six dot podbean dot com. That is where you find every single podcast that we've had. Over 32,000 downloads and just started in February, so things are going just swell. So, find me on there. Some episodes are like this. Some episodes I do voices. Some episodes are just straight up comedy. Some episodes are just straight up 
Well, they're mostly trying to be funny. But a lot of games, a lot of trivia, a lot of 80s stuff. Um, if you go through, there are very serious episodes that I've had with um, Courtney Porter and Sherry Shepard that are amazing, amazing episodes um, with them telling their stories. So there's something for everybody with this podcast. A lot with my son. He is in the first grade now, but we've had four or five where just the last episode we talked about him being the first grade. He want to talk about first grade, girls, sports, video games, and sports drinks. We did that. The very first time I ever had him on, he was uh, six, and we talked about, we did our top ten list of, we did a St. Louis Cardinals draft, we did a Muppets draft, we did a Toy Story draft on another episode, we did a Sesame Street draft. So there are things for kids. There are a lot of things that aren't for kids. Where we're silly. My wife is on here all the time. Um, playing games, doing having lists and drafts and all those types of things. So there is something for everyone on this podcast. And um, I hope that you enjoy it. We have shirts and we have decals to sell as well whenever the uh, whenever the website gets up, we will ship them to you. But, um, again, this is, uh, a lot of fun. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep getting better and better and better and bigger and bigger and bigger. So hop on the train and let's, uh, enjoy it together. Listen to welcome to the Heath barn. Now, again, thank you for listening. Next episode will be out on Monday evening. And again, very first episode or before we even started this pod, I asked my son, he was like, he was six at the time. He wasn't, he, he wasn't, he was already six. I said, what do you want to like the, the finishing line, the closing line to be? And he said, he, this is what he did. He went, that's that. So thank you for listening. Continue to listen. Follow, like, subscribe, blah, 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 all that stuff. And that's that.